Welcome to the Adult Puberty Podcast. I don't know about you, but navigating life as an adult can be just as uncertain, exciting, and full of growing pains as adolescence was. This podcast is all about self-development and growth in the areas of physical health, emotional stability, and spiritual maturity. We've got a lot to talk about. Let's do it. All right, friends, welcome back to the Adult Puberty Podcast. So today's episode is uh, getting comfortable with being uncomfortable, basically, right? Um, you know, and when I say uncomfortable, this this could literally be anything. But the way that I would describe being uncomfortable or discomfort is like, having an itch that you can't scratch or a bug crawling on you that you can't like flick off, right? And I think it's worth talking about. And this comes from, so most of my day, I don't like discomfort. I don't like being uncomfortable. Nobody does, right? But for real, for real, like most of my day is spent making myself as comfortable as possible and avoiding any type of discomfort whatsoever, right? But yet, I still am in uncomfortable situations and I still encounter some discomfort. So to me, what that means is that inevitably, I am going to be uncomfortable, right? And so I've heard this term, get comfortable with being uncomfortable, And now I understand that, you know, why? Because at some point or another throughout my day, throughout my life, I'm going to be uncomfortable. And that um, uncomfortableness can be physical. It could be emotional. It could be mental. It could be spiritual. So, yeah. So I just want to give a couple examples. Right. So in terms of physical. Right. So um, you guys know that I am skinny, fat but brick house muscular all at the same time does not make any sense. It's like barbecue sauce and jelly, but that's what my body is right now. I hate mountain climbers and I hate lunge jumps because they burn. They take a lot of freaking effort and they are just uncomfortable. Right. Um, And I've learned that my mind often gives up way before my body does. So what I mean by that is like, I may be looking at a clock, let's just say it's 30 seconds of lunge jumps. At like 20 seconds, I'm feeling it. I mean, I'm feeling it. And it's like, I'm like, yo, mm -mm." at 20 seconds, I'm like, my mind's like, yo, just stop. It's just 10 seconds left. Just stop. But my, I can physically do 10 more seconds, but I stop. So I'm working on that. Another thing for like physical is that waking up in the morning, right? I'm I'm back on my 4.30 a.m. schedule. And one of the most uncomfortable and difficult things for me is to get out of the bed <laughs> when I don't, when I'm not like, yeah, I feel rested and great, <laughs> right? If I'm, especially if I'm still sleepy, it is just... It's like these five to 15 seconds of just uncomfortableness of like where I have a decision to make of whether or not I'm going to get up and get over my first hurdle of the day or whether I'm going to stay in the bed and then 
go back to sleep. So next is like emotional. So um, setting bounds. So first of all, I'm really somebody who doesn't like conflict for real, for real. Like I really don't. I just, I'm chill. Like I just don't like conflict. Um, But setting boundaries and respecting my own boundaries is an uncomfortable thing for me because sometimes doing that causes some type of a conflict um, within myself and with, you know, whatever this person, you know, whoever this person or the situation may be. Um, but for me, what I probably dislike more than conflict is somebody thinking it's sweet, right? Meaning that you can talk to me and handle me in the old type of way and not be held accountable for it. Um, so next is like mentally. So I, have anxiety, which I learned uh, two years ago. Um, so I, I deal with uh, anxiety and ruminations or ruminating thoughts where you think about something like on the, a repeat loop, like over and over again. But anxiety can also be a physical discomfort. But for the sake of this example, I'm going to say about the mental discomfort. So the way that I describe my anxiety is like, it feels like there's a flood happening in my brain and I can't swim and I can't stand up. And so I'm just like, and I can't swim in it. And it's just like me struggling to like get some like peace on the water. And it's like, it's difficult. Um, so what I've been practicing is something that I actually learned uh, when I took, when I learned how to swim uh, in 2016 was that let's just say you're in an open body of water and you get tired, they tell you to float on your back, like get on your back. And then, you know, it's, it's like a a safety, a safety, uh, what you call it? Uh, I don't know, a safety skill, I guess, um, when you're, when you're in water. So it's almost like surrendering to it. So now obviously if you're in the middle of a panic attack, it's sometimes very difficult to do that. But, I'm practicing how to surrender where I can. And then the last one is like spiritually. So uh, you guys know that I am losing my corporate job after 21 years, right? I'm getting fired. So I am in a place of really trusting God and waiting for him to guide me. And that's uncomfortable. More so because, you know, I am one of those people who, is stuck in that mindset that if I'm not doing something that I'm like being lazy or I'm falling behind, you know, which, which isn't true. And so, you know, a lot of people have been asking me like, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? And honestly, I don't know. I legit don't know. Um, And that's okay. And I'm, I am becoming completely okay with the fact that I don't know, but what, you know, a little bit about what's bugging me. Let me just say this real quick. So some people will say like, God helps those who help themselves. So first of all, that's not even in the Bible, right? Second of all, it's coming from like type A personality people who like, what's your two hour, five hour, you know, two day, two week, one year plan? Like, I literally don't know. I do not know. Um, But what is in the Bible is Proverbs 3, 5 and 6, which says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not depend on your own understanding. 
Seek his will in all you do, and he will show you which path to take. I've been doing it my way for my whole life, right? Doing, doing, doing. And yet I always end up here, which is asking the Lord to help me and direct me because my way is clearly crap. So, you know, I am in a a great position to practice this, right? And I really want to start doing what I'm led to do more often um, rather than what I think I should do. So, yeah, so I just want to share like, I don't know, I think it's like five things that I am learning and have learned from being uncomfortable, right? And embracing that. So the first thing is that discomfort will pass, even though it seems that eternity is happening when you're uncomfortable. It will pass. Next is like fighting against it and running from it is only going to prolong the inevitable, which is that ultimately I need to get comfortable with being uncomfortable because being uncomfortable is a part of life. And going back just to that, um, that example about swimming, you know, is that fighting against it, right? That's the worst thing that you can do um, in a situation where you are in a body of water is, is to fight against it and, and, you know, to panic, The next thing is that I've learned that sometimes I've been able to see things clearer and it's kind of weird because, and I don't know if it's because the situation is, is fully or partially out of my control. And so I'm like hyper aware of like what's going on around me, but sometimes just things just become clearer to me. Because I'm actually able, instead of doing, sometimes I get stuck and I get frozen and then I'm just like looking around at, you know, a million things. And then the next thing is that sometimes discomfort or being uncomfortable can lead to acceptance of a thing. So along with me sometimes having a clearer picture of what is, what comes with that sometimes is acceptance of a thing. Sometimes the discomfort comes from me not accepting what is. And and that's something that, you know, I, I'm continually working on is acceptance. Like what my therapist calls it radical acceptance. And like, you know, one place that I've learned this is in yin yoga. Like yin yoga is my jam. Like it is just holding some poses for a long time. And it's more like restorative, but it gets like deep into like them bones and like that connective tissue and you hold it, you sit there in discomfort. And it's there that I've learned like how much fighting and striving that I do when I really should just surrender and accept, you know, the situation or, you know, in the case of yin yoga, accept the discomfort, um, knowing that it's going to lead to you know, a looser, more, you know, mobile me. Uh, the next thing is that discomfort ultimately can lead to growth. And and really, this is why I am campaigning that we get comfortable with being uncomfortable. And I think that the more we do that, right, the more I think it'll help shape our perspective of being uncomfortable, right? So like, So I use the example of like 
muscle building, right? And, and bodybuilding. So if if you're, you know, bench pressing or doing back squats or front squats or anything like that, like that crap gets uncomfortable the heavier you go up in weight, right? But that discomfort is leading to growth, right? Muscle fibers, 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 muscle fibers are tearing, right? And then when you rest, they rebuild and then, you know, ultimately grow. Um, but the same thing can be true when you're building a habit, right? When you're stopping a habit that, you know, if we lean in, discomfort can lead to a favorable outcome. Like it doesn't have to be, you know, this, this, miserable thing with no benefit, right? And so I think that we should just get into the habit of welcoming discomfort into the family instead of like treating it like the drunk uncle who like ruined every holiday. And the last thing is that you are not powerless when you're uncomfortable, even though you feel that way. Being uncomfortable, like I said, going back to like the the picture of like, the flood in my mind, like that can be very, very uncomfortable, especially like in the middle of a panic attack, right? And you can feel powerless and helpless. Um, what I'm learning and again, practicing is that that's not true. And this is actually where I often insert some form of self-care. So lately I've been like going for walks or doing like some like heart pumping exercise like that. Those two have been my go-tos, but like prayer, meditation, deep breathing, tea, body tapping. Um, those are also all like good options, right? So anything that you can do to kind of self-soothe, right? And in the form of like some type of self-care, I think puts, a, puts it into perspective for you. So you realize like, okay, I may not be able to change this but I can do something to support myself while I'm in this discomfort. And and surprisingly, that's like really been helping like a lot. So I just, you know, I'm learning to swim in discomfort. And the best thing that I can do when I'm uncomfortable is to surrender. Um, don't fight it to, to self-soothe, you know, via some type of self-care. And look for what I can learn, you know, because there is something to learn uh, if we look for it. So I hope that this encourages you to uh, to get in the pool of discomfort and, and to, to learn to be a little bit more comfortable with being uncomfortable. All right, y'all. Thanks for sharing your time and the space with me today. I hope you heard something in today's episode that made a difference in some way to your own personal journey through adult puberty. Until next time. Thank you.